When wishes were horses and beggars could ride, in a stone castle by the sea there lived a rich land. How am I supposed to choose? There are so many. And so he left the trail, and he followed the sound of the music. I am the goat from the hills and the mountains. And when I have finished eating these herbs and these vegetables, then I shall eat you, too. Once upon a time, and welcome to the Story Story Podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Ann Harding, and I have some stories for you. This is a podcast to hear traditional stories told by some of the best storytellers in the world. It will take you to long ago and far away and will bring you back safely. I must admit that spring puts me in a better mood. Winter makes me feel like a pill bug, tiny and unhappy and curled into a tight little armored ball. But spring, ah, spring, the nights are still crisp and cool, but the days are warm. The bits of green on the tips of branches show that beauty is on its way. Tulips poking up, unfolding pretty colorful petals. I decided to plant some peas in the planter box outside my door this Sunday. It had just rained and the soil was soft and smelled of hope. As I bent to poke holes in the soil, I heard strange noise. It was a soft, harmonious humming coming from under the dirt. The first teller for this episode is Richard Martin, a storyteller from England who tells beautiful tales and puts them on Vimeo for people to watch. If you're interested in seeing him tell this story, then follow the links on storystorypodcast.com to watch him. In this tale, one of the side lessons is always keep an eye on your cows. This is him telling Girl from Heaven. Once upon a time, there was a young man who considered himself fortunate. For he had many cows, and he lived on the great African plains, and that was a form of wealth. Hmm. Each day he would go out, and he would milk his cows and sell that. Yet one day, when he went to milk the cows, why, he found that the cows were dry. Perhaps it is the grass no longer good here. He moved his cows to a new part of the plain. Yet the next morning it was the same. When he came to milk them, the cows, each one, was dry. And he began to wonder what might be happening during the night. And so the next night he stayed up. To watch. And he watched as the sky darkened and the stars came out. He watched as the stars slowly moved across the sky until from the stars came down a white silken rope. And he saw down that rope climbing beautiful young women such beauty they had their skin shone their eyes were bright their teeth were like pearls he noticed each girl had a basket at her waist he noticed how they came and they milked each cow but he thought neither of the basket nor of the milking he saw indeed what beauty there was 
And he kept coming closer and closer and closer until at last when the girls saw him, they all ran for the rope and up they climbed. All except one. And her. He had by the wrist. You. You must stay with me. You shall be my wife. Well, the girl looked around in desperation. She saw the silken rope being pulled up. So what could she do but say yes? I shall. But on one condition, you must promise me never to look into this basket here, which I have at my waist. Well, a young man faced with beauty, he finds it easy to give such a promise. And so he did. And married they were, and happy they were, for she was indeed a very good wife. Indeed, it seemed, although the years went by, her beauty never changed. Yet one day he came back to the house and he's just going from room to room in one empty room. He noticed that old basket. He noticed that old basket he remembered all those years ago and a young man, he finds it easy to forget a promise as well as make one. And he looked in. He looked in. And he burst out laughing, for he could see nothing. <laughs> just then, just then as he laughed, he saw his wife come through the door. <laughs> what, what, wife? What, what did you mean, this basket here? Look, it's, it's empty. You fool. You fool, do you still not understand? In that basket are all the gifts which I brought you from heaven. Yet you look in and can see nothing. And she, she said those words, out of the darkening sky beyond the door, he saw the silken rope come down from heaven, the silken rope up which she climbed and was never seen again. Today's fairy tale sponsor is Little Mermaid Marriage Counseling. Is there something fishy in your relationship? Did you have to catch your wife by stealing her seal skin so she would stay with you? Or perhaps you wonder if the apple of your eye might be unable to resist the siren song on the next trip around the coast? Love comes in and out like the tide. So for marriage issues related to the ocean and all the mysterious creatures within, turn to Little Mermaid Marriage Counseling. The podcast has a new review titled, Joy of Traditional Tales. Five stars in iTunes, left by Lee Ellen M., who writes, Joy of traditional tales in a modern medium. 
These are finely told and selected stories suitable for most ages. Thank you, Lee Ellen M., for your kind review, and I'm so glad you're enjoying the podcast. For those listening who haven't left a review yet, well, maybe you should. I ran my hand over the humming soil and found that just under that first layer of dirt, there were worms. Lovely, long, shining earthworms curling and diving back into the wet earth. I bent down and listened, and they were humming a song that curled and twisted like they were. It was a lovely harmony of sorts, a song of spring, warm and damp, hopeful and restless. I kept listening as I planted the peas, and when the rain started to fall, the song faded as the worms burrowed away from the rain. I hope the song will make my peas grow bigger. Do you think it will? The second teller for this episode is Stuart Stotts, an award-winning author, storyteller, and singer. He generally travels across the Midwest of the United States, giving over 200 performances a year. That's quite a bit of storytelling. Stuart plays all the music on his recordings, including this lovely story about a hospitable and kind couple. This is Bossus and Philemon. Bossus and Philemon couldn't remember a time that they hadn't loved each other. But they were old now, living in a hut at the edge of the village, very poor. One night Bossus heard a knock at the door. When she got up and opened it, there on the threshold were two strangers asking for shelter. She welcomed them in. Philemon offered them their two good chairs. Bossus scraped at the ashes in the hearth, trying to draw more heat from the meager fuel that was there, and Philemon opened their only bottle of wine and filled the stranger's glasses. They sat, talked, drank, but Philemon noticed that no matter how often he filled the stranger's glasses, the wine bottle did not empty. And Bossus noticed a strange light on their faces. They looked at each other and began to realize that they were in the company of gods. They apologized to their guests, saying, We are poor. We have very little. We wish we had more to give you. But the strangers looked at them and said, Silence. Their cloaks fell away, and they were revealed to be Zeus, Lord of Olympus, and Hermes, messenger of the gods. We have gone to every house in this village, said Zeus, and you were the only ones who welcomed us in. Your kindness will be repaid. Follow us. The gods led Bossus and Philemon out of the hut and up the hill. When they turned around and looked, all of the village was underwater except their own home. Their own hut was all that had been spared from the flood. You have treated us with kindness, said Zeus. What do you wish for as a reward? And Philemon said, 
I wish that our poor hut would be a temple, a place where others could worship you and where travelers and visitors could find respite and shelter no matter where they come from. And Bossa said, I wish to never live an hour without him, and I wish that he should never live to see me laid in my grave. Your wishes are granted, said Zeus. From that day on, Bossus and Philemon tended the temple, welcoming travelers in at any time of day or night. One day, Bossus felt something happening to her. She looked down and she saw leaves sprouting from her arms and her legs all over her body. She looked at Philemon and saw the same thing happening. They walked to the doorway of the temple. They held hands and were transformed into two trees, an oak and a linden. Their limbs and branches were entwined from that day on at the gateway to the temple, providing a living testament to the power of kindness and the true love that makes it possible. Thank you for listening to the Story Story Podcast. Show the love. Find Richard Martin and Stuart's dots on the internet. Tell them you heard them on the podcast and now want to hear them tell more stories. You can find me and the podcast on Facebook and Instagram at Story Story Podcast or Rachel Ann Harding. I hope you enjoyed hearing Isabel Hauser guest host last week. She is now joining the podcast as a regular guest host, along with Simon Brooks, who has been delighting us with his voice and stories for a while now. The guest hosts that come on the podcast give me the time to be able to reach out to other storytellers to share with you, as well as catch up on all of the things that happen behind the scenes. I am always happy to leave you in their capable hands, but not to worry. I'm always happy to come back and share more stories with you as well. The beautiful brains behind the fairy tale sponsor this week was Marilyn McPhee. The inspiration for the true fairy tale was a story seed from Laura Packer. You can find her lovely story and writing prompts by looking her up on social media. Check out the ads for the fairy tale sponsors and let me know the favorite story you heard or the favorite stories of your childhood. Who knows? Maybe you'll hear them here soon. This podcast is made possible by patrons like you. If you'd like to become a supporter of the podcast or discover sponsorship opportunities, you can find links on storystorypodcast.com. If it isn't in the cards to support the podcast right now, no worries. Perhaps you'd be willing to go write a review on iTunes, which helps other story lovers find and enjoy the podcast. Head over to the website and join the mailing list for hidden goodies. And if you tune in, you'll hear more stories next week. But until then, live happily ever after. Mary Kate opened up the door, and there, on the doorstep, wrapped in his own blanket, was her baby. And to this day, Anansi spins webs so that he can catch the flea, the fly, and the moth that got away. If you go down to the lake on a clear day, when the water lies as calm as a sheet of glass, you can still see the rooftops of the castle glittering in the sunlight. 
And if you listen really closely, you can even hear the festive music from the royal court. Thank you.